0: gospel according to Luke chapter 2 glory, glory to you, to you o lord. lord in those days a decree went out from emperor augustus that all the world should be registered this was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria all went to their own towns to be registered <laughs> joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of david He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth, laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. you'll find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father in heaven, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In an ordinary moment, something extraordinary breaks in. It struck me again this year that we have a hard time relating to this Christmas story in our current culture and context. Most of us know this story, maybe too well, of a family traveling a long distance with a pregnant mother to find there was no room in the inn and they settled in the stable and the baby was born we think we know christmas (coughs) well we love the movies i know that our family has watched home alone about a dozen times this month (laughs) jacob is a big fan of the grinch we know the songs they've been on the radio since halloween we schedule the parties and the dinners and visit the attractions and get the gifts and gain the weight and rack up the debt. We come to church. Do we know what Christmas is really about? I've walked a field before in Iowa City with farmers, but I never met a shepherd. I've even been to a goat farm, but that's not really the same thing. And we here in Las Vegas live in a city so bright you can see it from space. It might be hard for us to imagine these shepherds out in literally the middle of nowhere doing their work outside in dark, so dark you can barely see, if not for the moon and stars. It also might be hard for us to conceive of how they were considered in their time. Every kid wants to dress up in the Christmas play and be a shepherd, right? But maybe if you think about it, you can envision that vocation was dirty. Their days and nights were lonely. Their everyday existence was laborious. They did hard work. In Mary and Joseph's day, this was a job no one else would choose to do. You were likely born into it, driven to it by some family tragedy, or had to take it up because you could do no other work. And in this story, we can hear echoes of King David. Remember that boy shepherd? But it was a bit different when young David was a shepherd, nearly a millennium before Emperor Augustus. David was born into the work as a boy. He was the youngest son. That had to be his job, right? He tended the herd as part of his family's estate. And Samuel was the prophet then who went out to anoint David, this boy, as future king, even while Saul was still in power. David would be known by many names among them prince of peace the promised king of Israel a story echoes into the centuries back in Mary's time the emperor had conquered the known world by power and authority suppression of human rights and liberty brought about a kind of peace as long as those under his power submitted to his rule the empire built roads and monuments and proclaimed caesar is lord hailing him as Prince of Peace. And all the people had to pay taxes. Rolf Jacobson shares this was the reason the census was taken to find out who's here, what do you got, and are you eligible for military service or not? In the coming year, our nation will take part in a census for many of the same reasons. But to be a shepherd was to be one who didn't count. They were not heading to the city of their birth to be registered. They might be foreigners. They owned nothing. They were ineligible. They barely existed out there in the dark. They were stereotyped as liars, degenerates, thieves. They were sinners by the practice of their own profession. Towns wouldn't allow them in. They were unable to take part in worship, to give sacrifices, to offer prayers. They were considered unclean. But out there in the field, they were home. It was the only place for them. What would that be like for us in our time? If we'd been kicked out of our homes, barred from finding decent work, forced to do a job no one else would do, unable to take part in civil society, to worship, to shop, to celebrate, what would Christmas be then? If we were unaccepted, uncounted, unclean. It's not hard to imagine someone here in our city sleeping in a city park or behind the bus station, maybe out in a field or a parking lot, doing what they had to do to earn money, unwelcome in a restaurant or a place of business, kicked out of the hotels on the strip, shuffled away from the doors of the church, banned from private property. Can we imagine, for just a minute, the lives of ones who have lost all hope, given up on success, and struggling just to breathe, trying to stay warm on a cold and wet night? After losing all hope for the future, what would it be like to encounter an angel? Bam! There in the night. The whole heavenly choir sings in the presence of these outcasts. A child is born. He is the one who will save the world. Of course they are afraid. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace among those whom he favors. They sing. And all those who have not been favored. Who have not known God who had no hope of heaven who have been cast out are welcomed into god's grace through the divine announcement of the birth of this savior and into their ordinary and painfully difficult existence god announces new life forgiveness salvation has come hope is reborn God with us. Emmanuel is born into the world, and not with fear, not with a shout, not even with angelic choirs by his side, but there in the lower room with the animals, with only the assistance of her partner, Mary bears the Christ child. In tenderness, in mercy, Jesus is born. Into our time and history and existence, Jesus is born. To bring a new reality for all who have been cast out, for all who have felt unwelcome, for ones who have owned nothing, for we who have suffered long. The true Prince of Peace was born. While emperors ruled and people were oppressed and lives were lost and into the midst of pain and struggle and war and famine, new life came into the world shepherds leave their fields echoing this angelic choir with praise they sing and you know those shepherds could sing of the glory of god and they heard that promise and now they had to go and share the experience whether they were welcome or not they were going to sing and they went to see this amazing gift of hope peace joy love his name jesus he's here In a world still dominated by tyrants, where people are still sent from their homeland, still abused and oppressed. But in ordinary moments, we might witness something extraordinary. So tonight, the candles we light, the songs we sing, the meals served, the neighbors greeted, the children laughing, in these moments echo the truth of Christmas Jesus is here. And we're sent from here rejoicing and praising God for all the blessings in our lives, for the promise of forgiveness and new life, for abundance to share, for the love of creation, for good news. This is Christmas. We are not forgotten. We are not uncounted. We are not alone. May it echo in your hearts and in your homes. God is with us. Christ the Savior is born.